Hello and welcome to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. I'm Krista Renee Hazlett and I'm so excited to be with you guys today. I'm welcoming you into my home to sit right on my couch. And guys, can I say that I just love you guys. The amount of love and support that you guys have shown me. I was really scared to release this podcast. I didn't know if my voice mattered, if you guys even wanted to listen. But you guys have shown me that you do care and that we are more alike than we are different. So I just wanted to say thank you. Today, we are talking about purging season, which is where I feel like I am in my life right now. Um, I thought about it, you know, I just saw that God is really moving a lot of things. And when people hear purging, they think of um, an eating disorder or they think of the movie, The Purge. Um, This is not that. This is... um, When I looked up the actual definition, it means to rid, clear, or free, and it also means to become cleansed or purified. And I feel like that's exactly what God is doing in my life right now. And um, when I started to ascend, I started to see a lot of things, and it's becoming very clear. So when I think of purging season, um, I was getting my hair done today um, by Destiny, Styles by Destiny, and... um, we were listening to Pandora and the song When I Pray by Doe started playing, which is one of my favorite songs. I have worn it out. I absolutely love that song, but it spoke to me in a different way. And um, I was like, oh my goodness, that's the song for this episode. And the lyrics say, carrying all the world on my shoulders and it's gotten too heavy for me. You know I ain't no Hercules. Life moves on, stuff breaks off, people fall off. Gotta find a way to get over. Gotta find a way to get through. Breakthrough, hear you. Struggles, they last, but as time pass, it's been one thing after the other. Oh, (laughs) I don't always know the right way. No, I don't always know what to say. But all I know is something happens when I pray. Shout out to my beautiful sister, Melissa Williams, for putting me on that song. I think it was two summers ago. Um, or maybe last year sometime, but I absolutely love that song and it's gotten me through. Um, but it resonated differently when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about today. And I said, wow, that's really how I feel right now. You know, the weight of the world is super heavy and, um, it's a very, you know, a very lonely season, but I feel like God is really, really providing clarity in this season. And, I know you guys see me smiling, but just know that everybody's going through something. You know, we smile through, we push through it, we work through it, we travel through it, and we do all these things to um, try to mask what we're going through or just to try to get get through it the best we can. And that's what I'm doing right now. I am navigating this season the best that I can. Um, And I know that it's drawing me closer to God. It's bringing me closer to my healing journey. I know I'm getting over a lot of different things. But when I thought about it, I recently lost a very close friend of mine um, and not lost to death, but lost a friend. And um, this is someone that I thought would be in my life forever, be by my side. We've been through so much together um, as we were both grinding and trying to figure life out, you know. And as I continue to ascend, I brought this person on to different projects and for certain reasons, they didn't work out. but we do what we can, you know, we feel like that's what we're supposed to do. When you are, you have opportunities, if you can bring your friends on, you do that and you try to put them on. And I continue to ascend and this person wasn't ascending, um, I guess, to the speed or even to the level that I was where they thought we should be moving 
at the same pace. But God's pace and our pace is not always the same. And I started to realize as I was looking like, dang, this person isn't supporting me. Um, this person isn't happy for me. And it wasn't even just happy for my success. It was happy when I, if they weren't in a relationship and I was, they couldn't be happy for me finding love. Um, if I had a new project going on, I wasn't sure if I could really call that person because I didn't know how they were going to react or if they were going to be happy for me. And for a while, you, you kind of like brush it aside because you're like, oh, that's just, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they're going through something and you try to be, um, you try to show empathy for what they're going through. And even sometimes I wouldn't tell them what, what I was going through because I didn't want it to be a, another reminder that I was still climbing and they were still um, in a stagnant space. But it was, I want to say 2020, around 2020. Um, and this is a friendship that I've had for over 10 years. Um, it was about 2020 when it really like came to a head and I was like, whoa, you're not happy for me. And that's a very like jealousy and envy and not being happy for people um, because you're in a certain space is not a good thing. I'm a firm believer that when God looks at us in our different seasons, he watches how you clap for others. I, I'm a firm believer of that. And the way you cheer other people on, even when it's your down season, is going to show God that, hey, like, I know you're going to do it for me. And I always would say, like, if you're this close to me and you see all that God has done for me, why do you think he won't do it for you? You know, why are you, why are you not inspired to get up and get it yourself um, or worried about all the other people that I'm connected to that are getting put on because of the blessing that I have? You got to do the work. You know, and um, we had so many conversations um, about how I felt and she had to heart check herself and was like, you know what, I, I am, I'm a, hurt people hurt people, hurt people don't, I'm in a place, a season of my life where I'm depressed and I'm not happy for myself, so I can't be happy for you. She just didn't have the space for that. But um, as I continue to ascend, I realize this is no longer serving me. If I can't come to you as a friend and let you know, oh my goodness, this is what happened. Are you really my friend? If I can't call you and tell you my closest secrets, are you really my friend? If I can't call and say, hey, I just met this amazing guy I can't, and I can't call you because you're not in a relationship, so you're not in a space to be happy for me. Are you my friend? So all these things started happening and I was like, you know what, this, is not a good space that I want to be in. I don't feel good about this friendship anymore. And I just decided that it, it no longer served me. And this is one of the hardest things I've had to deal with because I'm a very strong person. <clears throat> I feel like I, all my life, I've had to just brush things aside and keep moving, you know? And I've done that very well where people was like, do you ever have a bad day? And I'm like, yeah. I have bad days and I'm like, but you're always happy. And I'm like, I learned to smile through it all, you know, and that's something with therapy that I'm learning. It's okay to go through the motions and the motions are your emotions. Like one minute I'm like, I'm fine. You know, I made the right decision. I'm at peace about it. This is something I had to do. And then there's other days where I'm really sad or I'll see something on Instagram that I immediately want to send to her. And I'm like, dang, like only she would understand this, you know? And that's like moments like that or moments where I'm going through something 
that I don't, I would normally only talk to her about where I really miss my friend. But when I think about the bigger picture, like you have to have boundaries, even when it comes to friends. A lot of people think, oh, boundaries and relationships. We always talk about that, but we don't talk about boundaries and friendships. And it was something where we always would just be like, oh, that's just how she is. That's just, and you make excuses for people, but they never take accountability to change or to do the work, you know? And I'll also say this, not all friendships um, that fall off is a definite end. You know, I've had a friend where we didn't talk for a few years and she started going to therapy and she started to realize a lot of things that were going on were because of her and she took accountability for that. And we're, we're great friends again today. You know, it doesn't, the love doesn't stop, you know, and one thing I learned in therapy when I talked to my therapist, um, Delana Zimmerman about this, she said, you have to allow people to go in grace and go with love. You can still love them from, from afar. Um, you don't have to bad talk them or anything like that, but you have to put you first. You have to put your spirit first, your heart and your peace first. And in this season, I am learning what that looks like, you know, and it's tough. You know, I'll definitely be going through my day and just she'll pop up in my head. But I know that if I didn't make this move or make this stance, she may or may not go get the help that she needed, you know, and really just take time to look and be like, wow, maybe I do need to rethink some things and maybe I do need to figure out why I react like this. Because a lot of times we do things and we have no idea why we're doing it because a lot of things have been embedded in us as a child. And we're carrying that little girl or little boy with us throughout our lives and we never take time to realize, oh, this behavior is not good because we've had people, for me for one, who's like, oh, that's just how they are. And we love them regardless of their actions but they're never going to take accountability or learn the lessons if we keep continuing to take that behavior. So that's like the thing that I'm going through right now, but also um, emotional purging. You know, I'm in therapy, I'm healing. We're all healing together. I, I see your messages um, and we're all healing together. And as I'm healing, I'm also learning that there's a lot of things that I myself have to rid of, get rid of you know, and um, different traumas, different different things from my past. And I was having a conversation and the guy that I'm dating was like, you know, I feel like you're um, only compassionate about your work, you know? So there's things I have, I think a lot of times because I have so much going on, this is the one thing that, that yields results that I can see. So like, I just, put my focus into this one thing and not realizing that I'm not giving the people around me that I love um, that attention that they need as well. And that's, that's a problem that I have to fix, you know? So in this time, I'm also unpacking and realizing, oh, there's some things Crystal needs to work on too. Um, so I'm not just saying everybody around me who <laughs> is, the, is the problem, but um, I also have some things that I need to fix as well. When I think of even about my career, when it comes to purging, um, you have to be really, really careful, you know, because a lot of times people attach to you um, based off every, everything is about what you can do for them. You know, they can do things for you, but a lot of it is, well, what are you going to do for me as well? And I started to realize that I had to pay very close attention to the people that I was aligned to represent me, whether it be um, PR, whether it was um, management, agents, 
um, even the people that I work with, you have to like look at everything because I, I have a, a lot of moving parts and there are, have been instances where I just look at character. I look at, I look at um, your moral compass. I look at how you treat people that can't help you. I always say that I pay attention to how people treat people who can do nothing for them because that says a lot about your character and about who you are. And when I started paying attention to that, I started paying attention to how they moved. I was like, hmm, does this really align with my brand? You know, and there are some people I had to completely let go. And there were some people that I just had to say, okay, this is your strengths. This is where you can reside in this space, but I can't let you go past that point. And that came with maturity, that came with growth, that came with mentorship. You know, I'm not going to say I just woke up and knew like, okay, these are the things I have to do. These are the boundaries I have to set. I didn't wake up. Those is a lot of trial and error. You know, you go with your heart and your gut and you're like, okay, this feels like a good fit. You know, and you're, when you're first starting off and you're trying to put your team together, you are just excited, you know, and excited when you find somebody who actually believes in you because for so long, no one believed in you. And now you have people calling and saying, hey, I would love to represent you. And learning that you have to really vet those people. You have to really take time to get to know um, what they've done, what their motives are. And in that, then you're able to set boundaries or able to say, hey, you know what? This is no longer serving me. And I've had to do that. And it's really hard, especially when you really like the person. You like them, and, but it's certain things with business. It's like this isn't, you're not getting the job done. You got to put your big girl panties on and do the right thing for yourself. And again, it's about choosing what's good for you. You know, a lot of times people, um, I was watching this show on Netflix called um, How to Get Rich or something. It's a really dope show about budgeting and, you know, just living within your means. And he was talking about how this woman had a financial advisor and he was like, why are you paying someone a percentage? You should never do that. And just teaching us things that nobody, because we're navigating this on our own, so we don't know these things. And he was like, you pay them their hourly rate. And he was like, but a lot of people just continue to keep that person on because, oh, they're nice, or my dad knows them, and, oh, they're a friend of the family. No, they're robbing you blind. So, like, not saying anybody was doing that to me, but these are things that you have to look out for if you're not knowledgeable. And a lot of times in my situation, I've been learning trial by error, you know, um, and trying to figure it out and learning the lessons as I go. And another thing that you have to deal with when you are purging people out of your life, sometimes people will um, play on your emotions. They will try to give you pushback. But once you make your decision up, you have to stand on that shit. I say it all the time because a lot of times you think about even in relationships, like you've seen the signs, you, you, you've seen it all, but you're like, oh, but these are some good things that I liked. It's the same thing with business. God will show you the signs. You'll see it pop up and you'll ignore it or you'll take heed. If you don't take heed, you will allow people to be like, well, like, let's just give it another shot and let me show you what I can do. No, you've already shown me who you are. You've already shown me what you cannot do. So I'm not going to give you any more time to waste. We got to keep this thing. This train is moving. It's moving real fast. So either you gonna get on board and get with it or get left. And when people try to start like pleading their case and giving pushback, it's like, no, this is where I stand. And that's when um, on the episode of Get to Know Me, that, that little rebellious girl that's like, no, this is what I want to do. She comes into play and says, hey, this is where I stand. We're not doing this. And that's my final answer.
Okay? Bye-bye. So when it comes to, um, even as a kid, like, I didn't like conflict. I always wanted to do, I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to do it right. And um, didn't want any conflict from anybody, even in school. Like, never fought anybody. Very unproblematic. Um, but there was another side of me that was very definitive, that knew exactly what she wanted, how she wanted it. And even today, I'm very particular about a lot of things. And I think that just comes with, um, one, it comes from knowing exactly what you deserve, knowing your worth, what you bring to the table. And even as a kid, I, I knew like I had a lot to bring to the table. So it started at a very young age where I was like, nope, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and that's it. Um, but a lot of times people are like, where, where does that come from? You know, I, don't, I really don't know like where it came from. I think it's just a part of my DNA that I'm very matter of fact, but I also do not like conflict. Like I'm a, I'm a Libra. I'm a very peaceful person. I love balance. Um, I don't really get into all the signs and stuff. I just know those few things about Libras. <laughs> but when it comes to um, who I am at the core, like I'm very unproblematic. I like to find peaceful solutions. Um, even when I'm like upset, I find a positive angle to come from. I don't come right at you with, you did this, 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 and this. I say, Hey, like, these are the great things that you did. Um, but these are the areas that kind of bother me, or these are the areas that we don't align. And I don't think this relationship, um, serves my brand or where I'm going. And that's really how I just deal with it now, you know, and as you become a businesswoman or a businessman, you really have to stand firm on it because people will run over you. They'll run over you. They will put their ideas into your head and make you think, no, this is what you need to do. You have to be very clear on where you're going and what you're trying to do or literally you're just going to be going in all different directions because, oh, this is what my manager told me to do and this is what my agent told me to do and then this is what my boss told me to do. No, what do you want to do? And once you figure that out, it's easier to stand firm on those things. And I think that really has come with trial and error. It's come with um, confidence. It has come with learning, hey, this is the direction I want to go in and being intentional about that. That's the main thing, figuring it out, figuring out your purpose and being very intentional to stay in that lane. As Pastor Derry say, what's your street? I'm on my street and this is where we going. Either y'all gonna ride with me or you're not. So I think that's how I really got to the point of saying, hey, this is this is not working or this is, a, this is exactly what I wanted and let's move forward. Girl, ain't nobody ever let me go. No. <laughs> me? I'm joking. <laughs> she asked me, have I ever been on the receiving end of somebody wanting to let me go? I said, ain't nobody wanna let me go, girl. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let me think. <laughs> oh. I really got to think about this because I'm like a catch. And once they catch it, they really don't, you know, a lot of times it's me seeing that they're not ready for the, this level of, you know, love that I have to give. Um, 
No. I don't have to think about that. That's a, that's a really good question. Have I ever been on the receiving end of being let go? I remember my first best friend in, I think we started being best friends in middle school or high school. And then we ended up being um, roommates in college our freshman year, which is a big no-no. You never room with your best friend. And um, we ended up getting into an argument and it was like, you know what? Like, I can't do this anymore. And that was both of us. She ended up moving to a, a different room. I stayed in the room and she moved. And um, that really kind of just was the straw that broke the camel's back. I remember like we really hadn't been close since then. Like it was one of those friendships where it just never got back to where it was. It's still, it's no love loss when we see each other. It's love because we were grown now, but that's one instance where I remember um, someone walking out of my life. I guess like even the situation of the guy that I didn't have sex with for that year and now he's like with somebody totally different, walking a totally different light. Um, yeah, I guess that's, that's the person that I could tell, like we were not aligned and when, when we broke up, it was like, okay, I had seen the signs cause he was getting more and more distant. So I would say that's, that's one recently where someone walked out of my life and I was okay with that because, um, as I talked about in love the way God intended, I hadn't given my body to him. So I was okay with him leaving. It was like, okay, cool. Cause a lot of times for women, once we've given ourselves to you, it's a different type of attachment that we have. And um, for me, that, that instance where he walked away, it was like, you're lost. And it's still his loss. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's his loss. But we good. We're still friends. <laughs> Until he watches this. <laughs> You're like, are we good? We friends? No. <laughs> you know what? Hmm. When I think about other situations that um or relationships, whether it be friendships, relationships, mainly friendships, a lot of things kind of fizzle out on their own where I don't even have to say anything. You know, um, our lives start to move in different directions and I don't really have to address any issues that I may have seen because life just naturally takes different, different course. Our lives naturally take different courses. Um, a lot of times, like I talked about with my um, friend, I would, when I realized I wasn't getting the same support and um, love that I was giving out, I just started matching that energy. And um, that's probably one of my toxic traits. Um, I'll just match the energy and move on versus being like, hey, let's sit down and have a talk. But I just don't feel like everybody deserves a talk. You know, I feel like some people you just gotta all right, this is not going anywhere. We see what it is. And I'm just not gonna waste my time on it because I don't even wanna give you the opportunity to try to talk me out of it because it's over. Um, 
And then some things I just don't even have the energy or the capacity to even entertain. So I just let it fizzle out. I'll say even when it comes to, to purging people, um, it's not always a, a, um, an easy choice. And then there are times where I'm like, dang, like, was I too hard on them? Should I have been more, more graceful, um, and gracious to them? Should I have given them another chance? But for me, in my big age, I feel like when people show you who they are, believe them. That's just how I feel about it. And, um, when I think back on people that have gone on, um, with their lives and we've, we've parted ways. I feel like I'm trying to think, has there been anyone that was like, dang, I mean, I should have given another chance. Cause no, cause I'm, I give people chances. No, I would say if you're out of my life, I, and you really miss something to me, I've had several conversations with you. Um, I've communicated my issues and, if it comes to a point where you're out of my life, it's for a reason. So I don't think I regretted it, but cause I always give people a chance to prove who they are and give them a chance to rectify it and correct it. And if you don't do that, then that's on you. Yeah, so when I think about anybody that I've let go and ever regretted it or th thought that I did it too soon, no. Mm-mm. If I had to give younger Crystal some advice on when to let go and when to hold on, um, because the intuition that I'm in tune with now, I've always had it, but I didn't always listen. And I wasn't always in tune with it. Um, I would tell younger Crystal to, one, know your boundaries um, to understand that you have a God-given intuition. And even though you may not understand what that feels like as you continue to grow and um, grow into your womanhood, you will eventually realize what that feels like and what that sounds like and what the voice of God sounds like. Um, I would say keep inventory, you know, start keeping inventory at a young age. You know, I feel like when I was younger, I just allowed people to run over me. Um, I allowed people to do whatever. I just was a people person, people pleaser. Okay. I just want to keep everybody happy. That's all I want. I want everybody to be happy. And at what cost? It was at the cost of me not always being happy. And I thought that was a nice thing to do, but didn't realize how it was really affecting me. Um, I would tell younger Crystal to, well, honestly, I probably would have told her to, to get in therapy a lot younger, you know, um, at an early age, because I feel like that would have helped rid a lot of the lessons that I just had to go through because I didn't have that, you know, um, I did family therapy with my family, but that was for other reasons, but just to have somebody to talk to and really like bounce those ideas off of and Hey, these are the issues I'm having. This is what I'm seeing. Help me understand what's going on here. Um, if I had had that at a younger age, like kids nowadays do at their fingertips, it's readily available. I feel like I would have definitely, um, 
bypassed a lot of heartache. I would have bypassed, because um, a lot of times your heart is attached to your friends too. It's not always a relationship with boyfriend and girlfriend heartache. Um, there's a heartache from losing friends, family, whatever the case may be, jobs. Um, your heart is involved if you're passionate about it. And anyone that I'm in close contact to or close proximity to, I'm very passionate about them. And I think that also being aware of who you let close to you and having that that awareness that everybody's not for you and pay attention to that. Because for me, I just didn't, I couldn't fathom that because I'm not that type of person. And you can't be so gullible that you don't see the truth about people because you know, well, I wouldn't do that. Why, why, would, why would somebody do that? Why wouldn't go break into a house? That doesn't mean people don't do it. So you have to be aware of that everyone is not like you and that you can't go around life thinking that, okay, whatever I put out, I'm going to get because it doesn't work like that. So I would say those few things, um, even that I wish I knew, you know, as I was growing up so that I could be more in tune with, with my intuition and seeing the signs when I asked for it. Cause I would ask for signs at 16 about a little boy, like, Ooh, Lord, just send me a sign. This is my boyfriend. Now I'm asking for bigger signs, but I feel like, um, those are the things that I would tell younger crystal, um, that I've learned as 40 year old crystal. So now for my favorite part of the show, positive outcomes where you guys write into me and tell me what you're going through. And I give you my advice the best that I can. So this one says, Hey, so recently I've been on a self discovery journey and I'm just now starting to love myself again, feeling whole, being happy and finding the courage to pursue my dreams of becoming an actress, producer and entrepreneur. I've learned that by walking away from certain people in my life, I've been able to set myself free from their baggage for a long time. I've always felt the need to be there for everyone and to always be a safety net for people. I've been a friend, an aunt, a big sister, and more. But the thing is, when I look around, there's very little to no one here for me like I am there for them. Last year, I cut off two of my friends. They were absolutely awful and emotionally draining. I was battling so much anxiety and stress, which led to suicidal thoughts and attempts because I wasn't strong enough to let them go. I wasn't, it wasn't until I rededicated my life to God, love that, I realized that holding on would hurt me more than letting go. So I did. When I talked about my dreams and goals, I didn't feel heard. When I would say to them what I wanted to accomplish, I didn't feel like they cared. They're so consumed with their lives, spouses, partying, and their kids. I'm single. I don't enjoy clubbing. Me neither. And I don't have any kids. Me neither. My question is, how do I audit my circle? I don't want to lose my friends, but I also don't want to feel guilt of my success and if they're still where they are. Hmm. I'm questioning how they feel about me. Okay. Wow. Um... First of all, I, I get this um, on many levels. Um, I know what it's like to not feel heard and feel seen by your friends. And I want to um, 
commend you on rededicating your life to God because I feel like when you do that and you find God all over again in a new way in this season in your life, it's going to help guide you in a way that you haven't been guided before because you were probably looking to your friends for different affirmations when you need to be looking God for confirmations. Um, I would say auditing, which I call it inventory, taking inventory of your circle is very important. And like I said, just write it down every time you feel something that makes you go, hmm, okay, that, that made me feel a type of way. Just write it down. Everything doesn't need to be addressed at once. Um, I would say take on that. And then also find friends that are happy for you. Find friends that have something going on. You know, a lot of times um, they say hurt people hurt people. They do. If they're not in a space where they can be happy for you, maybe you need to find a new set of friends. Um, and I feel like you may find that in church since you're um, rededicating your life to God. Um, and you said, I'm questioning how they feel about me. If you ever have to question how someone feels about you, that's not a friend. All my real friends, I don't have to question it because we affirm each other daily. We tell each other when we talk to each other, like how much we love each other, how proud we are. We are our biggest cheerleaders. So if you have to question that, I think that in itself is a red flag. Okay. So I'm praying for you. Um, I'm so happy that you're moving in a, a new direction in your light and I feel like these are things you need to take into consideration and make sure you write those things down. All right. I wish you the best of luck. And um, especially on becoming an actress, producer and entrepreneur, those are not easy feats, um, but it's something if I can do it, you can do it. There's so many people that have been successful in those areas and anything you want to do, stick your mind to it. Maybe focus more on what you're trying to do than focusing on how people feel about you. That's another thing I would say. All right. I love you and best wishes. All right, what I'm going through and what I am growing through, going through and growing through. Whew. Right now in this season, I am going through losing people, you know, um, thinking that everybody that was going to come with me isn't. And they say that everybody that comes with you can't go with you. And that's a real thing. And I'm learning that to be more and more true every day. So that's what I'm going through. What I'm growing through is understanding that I too have work to do, that I too am not perfect, that I too have to do inventory. I have to fix myself. I have to unlearn things. I have to unpack and continue to heal. And I have to do what's best for Crystal in this healing season, in this purging season, and understand that nothing is personal. It's all about my path. It's all about my purpose and where I'm going. And if it doesn't serve that, then it, it can't reside here. So that's what I'm going through and what I'm growing through. And we do our keep it blank, sweetie. For this one, I would say keep inventory, sweetie. Keep inventory. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. Guys, I'm healing, I'm growing, I'm learning so much about myself. I'm learning a lot about you guys, too, as we both heal together. I appreciate you guys for your love and support. I see you, I hear you, and I love you guys so much.
If you want to write into my listener letter, you can write into keepitpositivesweetie at gmail.com. And you can follow me on all platforms at Love Chris Renee. And you can follow Keep It Positive Sweetie, and that's with an IE, on all platforms as well. That's Keep It Positive Sweetie with an IE. All right, guys. I love you so much. Until next time, you know what to do. Keep it positive, sweetie. She's like, Crystal, uh, I'm sure you could, uh, let's talk about that.